Hey, everybody. Just want to do a quick announcement before we get into the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> the beginning of the beginning of the podcast. Anyways, this is an episode where uh, it's very lighthearted and um, literally, um, Rosie and I would encourage you, if you're offended easily, um, you may you may just want to skip this podcast, but we um, there's nothing explicit, but uh, it's purely for entertainment. This is not one of those um, we're trying to bring some connection of some conspiracy into the what the Bible would say into it. <laughs> so we could definitely have Bible commentary on all this stuff, but uh, this is simply for entertainment. So um, having said that, uh, you've been warned. How's that? That was good. Okay. Yeah. And once they hear it, they'll understand. Yeah, you'll understand. Don't let it scare you. You should listen <laughs> to this, but Turner, uh, we recorded what you're about to hear. And Turner had no idea what it was. And then at the end of this, he was like, we're just giving you a recording. In case you went into this not knowing what it's about, now we know. It's very goofy. This is purely fun. There's no theology here. Right. (laughs) But there may be some stuff that you may not. Just be easy with us. Go and give us a break. Yeah, we love you. (laughs) We love you. Enjoy. (laughs) Thanks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of All Out War. I'm Turner, and I'm in the studio with Rosie. What's up, Rosie? Hey, what's up? Episode number 142. That's all I got. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what do you know? Hey, did you know that an English pickle manufacturer and con- convert to Islam <laughs> accepted an offer to become the king of a short-lived state of Islamistan? <laughs> In Central Asia, but before his camel train (laughs) arrived at his new capital, Kashgar, the country had descended into chaos and the Soviets reestablished Chinese control. Chinese control. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a game of risk. Like, there's there's so much absurdity (laughs) in that one sentence. There's an English pickle manufacturer (laughs) who converted to Islam. Became the king of a previously Chinese-held, like, Soviet. Yeah, yeah, like a Um, (laughs) communist country, obviously. Yeah, Islamistan. What what year was this? uh, In the, like, 30s. Islamistan. Yeah, it's like on the (laughs) the border, you know, because China and Russia share a border. Yeah. Um, It's, like, up in... Up in that... That red... Oh, yeah, I see see it. Yeah. Yeah. The far eastern side of China. Yeah, in the Xinjiang. Or western side, I should say. Western yeah. side of China, yeah. The Xinjiang people. <laughs> the Xinjiang. Yeah. But uh, before his camel trade. <laughs> but the fact that he was a pickle. Manufacturer. <laughs> that became a king of a Chinese nation. <laughs> and like, then there's a rebellion. And. How does it even, like, how does it even play out? Like, th- hey, I noticed you make a really great pickle. And you also seem to be a really good Muslim. How would you like your own kingdom? In China. <laughs> in China. <laughs> There's so many things. And from England, you got to get over there, yeah. too. In the eight, in, you said the 1930s? Yeah, in the 1930s. Oh, man. Um, so there you go. His name was Khalid Sheldrake. If you want to read the whole story about Sheldrake. him. Sheldrake. There's too much, but that's a yeah. good distilled little... Uh, Khalid Sheldrake. Yeah. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> and the... It, you know how like Trump wrote his book? Yeah. Uh, can you imagine Khalid's book? It'd be like from Dude, it would be awesome. From pickle to to from pickle to palace. <laughs> <laughs> pickle to palace. That's good. <laughs> from pickle to palace. 
the art uh, of the deal. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I don't even know what this episode's about because I'll introduce it. You'll introduce it when we get on the other side. So I would say sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy. You're listening to the All Out War Podcast. <laughs> Always got to get one in. Every time. <laughs> hey, I have a, before we go, I have a, just a quick announcement. Okay. Two things. Um, one is uh, our, our, uh, our buddy Steven Lauterbach from uh, Despite Popular Belief. Yes. He was in the hospital. Some of you guys may have, if you follow him on Instagram, you know, he posted on his story. Uh, just pray for him for recovery. Um, and I don't even know exactly what it was. It was a complication of some kind of health yeah. health matter. But just pray for him, and uh, we pray for him to have a speedy recovery. Uh, good brother in the Lord. And uh, secondly, the our voiceover guy, Seth, who mm-hmm. does our intro and outro voiceover, which is beautiful silk and it's, sultry it's golden he's got the golden throat uh he just graduated from seminary yes so we want to say a hearty congratulations to seth and uh we pray for you to have a a um wildly fruitful um ministry for the lord as you have now been as man has now uh accepted your calling and, yes. and uh we we wholeheartedly agree with yeah. that calling so absolutely <laughs> so i don't know how much if we're going to get many more voiceovers from him <laughs> in the future he might be pretty busy so uh anyways those are the two things i was going to say and then uh the reason i said i don't know what we're talking about mm-hmm. or what this episode's about is because we record this live and then we just throw it up on the pod yeah f- you know caster things he so mm-hmm. it goes into your pod catcher and um I'll just let you cover it from here because okay. you can explain why I don't okay. know what yeah. we're doing. So um, I, I won't go into the whole – I'll tell the little spiel. All right. So there's a podcast. The first podcast that I even heard. Like ever. Listening, ever. I think they were one of the first podcasts that I, I know of. There, there used to be there, – there's this uh, paranormal show, uh, podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to say the name of it. Okay. Maybe at the end of everything, because I don't want people to go listen to that and then oh. give away what we're doing. Right. Anyway, so they uh, this really good podcast. They did an episode, and the format of their show is one guy will prepare. There's two hosts. One guy prepare stories, reading book, book whatever, and introduce it to the other guy live. Like the other guy doesn't know what the other guy prepared, and then they right. have banter back and forth or whatever. So I was listening to this episode, <laughs> and I st- and it was they were talking about the the book that ultimately we're going to do. Okay, and uh, I was losing my mind <laughs> laughing. I was like, "This is the most amazing thing! <laughs> the story is incredible. Everything about it is incredible." <laughs> And so I texted you, and uh, I don't know if you listen to it regularly or not, but I was just like, hey, on the off chance that you would have listened to this podcast, don't do it. Right. And I was like, I also know that by me telling you not to listen to it, you may want to go listen to it, but (laughs) please, it's going to be so much better. And I'd refrained. You refrained. I have no idea. I actually ordered the book. 
th- that night. I don't um, know anything. Dr- yeah. yeah. I don't so, even know what episode it would be. I wouldn't exactly. even know where to right, look. Right, right. So I want – so that's one thing about how I found out about about the book. Yeah. And the reason that I thought it would be good is because we keep hearing about that people like hearing you just absolutely lose your mind at ridiculous <laughs> stuff. And, and they uh, – we get people that still hit us up about the, the – uh, not fabled, the famous alien episode where you were reading about the Evans <laughs> and just lost the it. The Evans. And people... <laughs> and their sex life. Their sex life. <laughs> um, so we still get people that hit us up and say, that that's the episode I send to my friends. You know, like, I'll send a couple good ones and then also that one for fun. Right. And uh, people seem to enjoy <laughs> when you just us losing our minds laughing at stuff so yeah i was like this is the perfect book to kind of do that so i bought it i have i know the whole story because the way that the the episode that i heard it on goes through the whole story sure didn't read everything but i figured we could kind of do a twofer so if you don't like this episode and you think it's stupid halfway through it you just move on to the next one i guess right yeah um but i think it would be cool so the book is set up in a, as a diary of entries of <laughs> oh, great. the story that'll make sense. And I was like, we can throw the rest of it on the private podcast and keep going through that the book. Because th- okay. the story is so amazing. So I have to know what it is. I want okay, to know. So I'm dying here. Like, it is still – I've not even shown you the cover of the no, book. No, I don't know anything. You literally don't know anything. I don't know I, if it's a big, thick book. or It's in my bag right now. Right. And I'm about to pull it out. You're about to see it for the first time. So <laughs> the anticipation. So that's what it, the, I'm. The drum roll. Yeah. What? What does it say? So this is what the cover says. I'm reading it word Read, for word. Okay. Paranormal primates. My calf was attacked by an interdimensional <laughs> monkey. See the claw marks. <laughs> interdimensional monkey. That's what the cover says. The title says. Paranormal primates, my calf was attacked by an interdimensional <laughs> monkey. See the claw marks. <laughs> There's a picture of like a scratch on a guy's leg. That's the cover. The paranormal paranormal primates sounds like a band. Yes. So this is an amazing book. <laughs> I I wanna this when I get to this section, because it's in another section, the back of the book and the the Amazon the so, review or whatever the there's no reviews on amazon no one <laughs> I, I can see why no one has bought this book <laughs> how did this guy find it <laughs> he said someone on uh twitter tagged him and said you need to check out this book this just came out in september so, so it's fresh off the presses fresh off the presses Do they have pictures oh yeah they have pictures <laughs> Well, I have to take some pictures so I can put them on our Instagram. No, I don't want people to buy the book. Oh, yeah. okay. We'll do it at the end of, when we finish the yeah, series. Once, once yeah, once it's yeah, released. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Um, you got to keep you got to keep some showmanship to get people to actually well, listen. Yeah. So, uh, but I was going to say the back of this book, the cover art alone of the, the picture of the calf with yeah. the big scrape in it. Um, but the back description, okay. I will read it, but because it's in the rest of the book. So okay. Is it a decent synopsis? Oh, it's amazing. So I'll point (laughs) it out when it says, so paranormal primates over 450 true documented encounters in my haunted house by the author is Reverend Mary Makuda. Uh 
<laughs> I'm, I'm just reading this word for word. Next page. My other, my other published books. One. Title of the book. I'm already laughing. I don't even know what they are. <laughs> Her other book is called From Hooker to Healer. Okay. So she's written. I don't want to laugh at she's that written, because it's actually redemptive. I know. <laughs> So this is this is how she describes this other book: orgies, swinging, a brothel, and a high-class escort. I went from people pleasing people's sexual appetites to becoming a world-known healer later in life by using electric therapy devices to give people the power to heal themselves. Wow, electrical um, devices, dude. There's there's a whole. So se- it's not even Christian. No. no. Oh no no. <laughs> My eyes are already watering. (laughs) (laughs) My autobiography is about my wild and crazy life of how I went from a life of all caps, sex, (laughs) to the paranormal and miraculous healings. Her other book is called My 90 Healing Devices. This is this is how she just this is a synopsis. Okay. Take a tour of my collection of 90 electric healing machines that use electricity to give your body the power to heal itself i became a world-known healer using electric therapy devices such as electricity ozone magnetic fields color sound frequencies scalar tacon tesla tech and edgar casey devices our bodies are made up of these energies so doesn't it make sense to heal with them (laughs) no question mark (laughs) so the other thing is she cannot write okay she's the most amazing writer be respectful of her past she was a woman of the streets (laughs) Quite literally. <laughs> I got a sword in past two, man, but I didn't write a book about it. Uh, our body. Uh, the, the, uh, yeah, so the other one. <laughs> so this is funny, too. Other published books. What is the third book? 90 Paranormal Primates. 423 True Paranormal Experiences in My Haunted House. I think she's the move. She's written two copies of this book. She updated it. <clears throat> oh, this is a revised edition. This is the one that says 450, and before, it's only 423. Oh, some more. Um, and then another book of unusual aura photo, photo experiments. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like lens a flares. A beautiful, unusual coffee table book. <laughs> Wait, my aura research will teach you what harms and enhances your the auric field. See before and after using electric healing machines, the aura of a couple having sex, <laughs> the aura of a real female alien, the aura of a ghost, chakras of a spirit orb, an aura of a little girl ghost, aura uh-huh. of animals, and uh-huh. many more unusual aura photo experiments. <clears throat> wow. And then she's got, oh, I'm sorry, another one. About uh, body healing, whatever. Okay. <laughs> so here is the foreword to the book. <clears throat> okay. Who wrote the foreword? Is it like? Oh, she wrote it. Oh, she wrote her own foreword. <laughs> her own. Is that is that what you do? No, not uh, usually. Uh, so usually, somebody else writes it for you. They write you like an yeah. endorsement, like. Exactly. You want to get something. Right. So the foreword is this. What I, the first paragraph that I'm about to read is the Amazon description and the one that's on the back of the page. Okay. Forward. These encounters are 100% true. Explanation just starts off. Explanation of different entities have been seen, felt, and heard in my house. The first entity 
that was seen was a black gorilla throughout <laughs> these 10 years, a silverback gorilla, orangutans, a two-foot baby fat tan chimp, <laughs> a four-foot fat tan mama female chimp, and a four-foot skinny creepy looking <laughs> chimp with pointed skinny, ears. Skinny creepy looking chimp. <laughs> With pointed ears, yellow eyes, and long fingers. Also, a tall, big monkey has been seen twice as tall as the ceiling. Five people have heard the sound that a chimpanzee makes. The hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. She actually wrote it out four yeah. times. <laughs> the hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo they make. I have been taken over by a monkey. The Grim Rip Reaper has been seen twice, and Jesus has been seen. <clears throat> Many sizes, shapes, and colored orbs have been seen. Also, white mists and black stinky mists. A little girl, a little boy and girl have been seen, and a monk. There is a dead... <laughs> <laughs> a monk! There is a dead man and woman here. Shadows... <laughs> Shadow people in and outside my house have been seen many times. A fairy has been seen, a dragon, and an orange and green neon light caught on camera in my backyard. Dude, the blurry creatures need to get these, this author on their oh, show. You, yeah, you won't hear this on blurry creatures. <laughs> I, we should get this woman to we interview. Should have her on. And she's a reverend, so yeah. Right. It's perfect. Yeah, that's the first paragraph. So strap in, because that's, right. that's. So still forward. Right. A tall stereotype demon has been seen, as well as a small one. This small demon gave me more pain than I've ever experienced in my whole life. A pterodactyl flew over my backyard. <laughs> a pterodactyl. We have ghost dogs and unexplainable boobs that occur occasionally. Wait, boobs? Booms. Oh, booms. There is moaning from the <laughs> attic, screams, and an entity that walks on my roof. We have objects that disappear and then reappear, and things that manifest right out of the blue. We have poking, hair pulling, blowing breaths, bird pushing, and a black mass that completely engulfs me. What's bird pushing? Um, no, burns. Oh, burn. Pushing. Oh, burn. Pushing. Yeah, she, okay. She's saying we've. Right. I get it. Okay. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> and a black mass that completely engulfs me that mm. I have had to fight off. Commonly, all our doors have knocking when no one is there. People hear the whispering when no one is there. You bought this book. Because you are interested in the paranormal, they're right. I applaud you for researching the subject to uncover that these occurrences exist. Here, here. Thanks to all the paranormal shows that you use scientific methods on TV and the internet, my family now say that maybe the weird things I have told them since childhood could be real. <clears throat> these shows validate my experiences. I know the whole time I have lived here, I have not tried much to catch anything on tape or recordings. If this house were someone else's house, I would be over there with all kinds of equipment. But because I live here, I am in fear all the time as it is. I have been too scared to see photos mm -hmm. or videos for this reason. I already have <laughs> pics of people's scratches and bruises <laughs> and have recorded some of these experiences. So pics. did you just hear what she said? She says, I don't like to take pictures. And then yeah. she just goes, okay, so I took pictures. Right. <laughs> well, the other thing is like, I live in constant fear. Mm -hmm. Call a realtor. Rent oh, that thing out. Oh, leave the story. It's uh, gonna. I'm gonna. I'm getting it. It's right. gonna tell the whole background. Okay, cool. I'm probably gonna it. regret. Yeah, being critical. Um, on her website, <laughs> you can see more photos and watch some weird paranormal <laughs> videos. I did catch a hundred orbs coming out of my closet on demand. <laughs> period. Video with 
Travis Tyler and Dragon from Skinwalker Ranch. Wait, who's Tra- Travis Tyler? I, I feel no like I, I feel like I know that name. The, those those two those two guys are I think they're like the two guys that that run Skinwalker, right? Oh, maybe. I think I yeah. don't know, maybe. A recording recreated of the hoo hoo hoo. <laughs> so if you want to the monkey, yeah. Okay. Oh man. So paranormal primates. We're gonna get so now we're we're starting getting yep. into it. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so if we, if, I just want to interrupt. Yeah, if we have any credibility left, this is it's gone now. After Why? This episode. I believe I. Or maybe I should say this. My credibility is gone because I 100% believe <laughs> everything that she said. She wrote a book. It has to be true. And it said, she told us it's 100% true. Oh, okay. She literally said 100% true. <laughs> right. About the author, Reverend Mary Marcuda. <clears throat> I have a certificate of ordination from the Order of Melchizedek. <laughs> okay. I, has, I have a certificate of completion for Reiki. And a natural health consultant. Okay. I am an aura photographer doing pioneering work in the field of energy. I have pu- I have five published books on auras, electric health devices, body experiments, and sex. And <laughs> sex. I have a collection of 90 healing devices that you could visit and have free demos with. Okay. I am an electrotherapist. I teach a course on the subject. Hmm. Here's the history of the story. Where, Where does she it. teach her course? The uh, library? Yeah, Probably. <laughs> the local coffee shop. So here we go. All right, here we go. In 2013, I started to look for an, a fixer-upper house to flip. Hmm. Mark and I... So let me tell you who Mark is. <laughs> Mark is her husband. They were married. Then they divorced. And then they got back together. They did not marry. And they bought this house to flip. Okay. So that's her Ex- former husband, husband boyfriend. Yeah, but he also lives there with, with his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, gee whiz. There's like 15 people that live in the house. Well, I'm just wondering why our buddy Seth went through all the trouble of going to seminary when he could have just gotten his certificate of ordination from Melchizedek. The order of Melchizedek, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. like, come on, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it said in 2013, I had started to look for a fixer-upper house to flip. Mark and I had just seen this house we were very interested in buying for $30,000. $30,000 for a house in 2013. Detroit. Florida. <laughs> oh, Florida. <laughs> yeah. Margo, my psychic, <laughs> who I've seen for many years, called me to give me a message from my mom on the other side. This is literally the first thing. We don't know anything about it. So her, her mom's dead. Margo, her psychic, said she contacted my mom on the other side when she was in the shower. My mom told her to tell me to not buy the fixer-upper house. I asked her why. Margo said that was the whole message, and she could not answer why. She said, please tell your mom not to come to me in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) The dead speak in the shower. (laughs) Uh, That's hilarious. (laughs) I just love that word. (laughs) Please tell your mom not to come to me in the shower. But she's a psychic. She's the one that can talk to the dead. Right. I thought how amazing that she used water as a conductor of energy to enhance her power and give me my message. Thank you, Mom, for always looking out for me. I bought this fixer-upper anyway (laughs) because we could not pass up the profit we would make. This is also 
a recurring habit is Margot, the psychic, tells her not to do something. And she's <laughs> she like, I would never do that. Anyways, I went ahead and did it. <laughs> thanks for the thanks yeah, for the advice exactly. from my, from the beyond the grave. Exactly. Yeah. So listen, I bought the fixer upper anyway because we could not pass up the profit we would make. I regret not listening to her warning. Mm-hmm. When I bought the house, it needed a tremendous amount of work and money to bring it up to the point of reselling. This house is in a 250 $250 neighborhood. $250. She she forgot the comma and she forgot a zero. So $250,000. That's what she meant to say. It says $250. Okay. We could tell that the previous owner seemed to have left quickly. Ooh, and it had weird damages. Mm. This house is in Palm Bay, Florida. Mark, my ex-husband, and I were in the handyman business for 10 years when we were married. I divorced him when I turned 40 because of his drinking, but we remained close. Mark is two years older than I am, and we met at the movie theater in Miami, Florida in 1972. He was 16. I was 14. This is when Mark and I started our lifelong journey of love and paranormal experiences. Okay. I worked as a prostitute in an <laughs> escort service for a few years and in a haunted brothel in, my, in Nevada in my 20s. I'd like to hear about haunted the haunted brothel. Maybe I'd have to buy the other book. We were talking about the succubus and the – Yeah. The, yeah. Um, I've always lived in haunted places and even in a haunted camper with an evil spirit. In my 30s, Mark and I had a successful handyman business. In my 40s, I started my holistic healing business using electricity to heal the body. If you want to read about my early paranormal experiences, then buy my book called From Hooker to Healer. You can read about what happened in each house in the brothel and the camper. From Pickle to Palace. (laughs) From Hooker to Healer. It's very serendipitous. It is. (laughs) Also, in my autobiography, From Hooker to Healer, I write about some creepy spirit sexual experiences and near-death experiences. I am 66 years old now, and I do not want to die in this house. (laughs) This is a cry for help. I know. Mark and I recently remarried. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. And just want to live quietly, but we certainly cannot do that in the house until we sell it. Never-ending occurrences are happening here. Especially with his girlfriend being there. (laughs) Yeah. Almost daily as you read. People ask me why I don't move. I tell them we have no money to move until we sell this house. We bought it. To fix and sell, but after 10 years, the house is still not ready. It has been in construction this whole time. I am hoping in about two years I can sell it and get the heck out of here. I am tired of fearing what can come next and what happen, what can happen to my renters. I want them safe. People ask me, why don't I have a lot more evidence with photos and recordings? I tell them, because when I first moved in, I did voice recordings, and right away the words that came out were demon, rip, disembowel, murder. Okay, that was it for me. Demon rip, disembowel murder. (laughs) Okay, that was it for me. I do not want to go ghost hunting here because if I see a photo of that demon or any of the monkeys, how could I live in? I will totally freak out. I watch ghost hunting shows to learn what they do to get rid of spirits or evil entities. I would watch them in hopes of finding monkeys in someone else's house. That would make me happy. But it would, I would be sad for them. <laughs> Make me happy, but sad for them. <laughs> Monkey man. Oh, okay. So the, the primates, man. <clears throat> so the next. So now we're on to chapter one. All right. Um, it's that was still the forward. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Chapter one. My weird sexual, paranormal, and crazy <laughs> life. Okay. Is this going to be R-rated at any? No, no, no. Okay. Cool. She just re She just re-talks about the. 
previous paragraph she had written. Oh. <laughs> then there's another one, explanation of the different entities that have been seen, felt, and heard in the house. You. So let me ask you a question. Okay. Because you you know more about this book, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> Does she have a – is this her first encounters with the supernatural this way? But I mean, I know she's into the healing stuff from hooker to healer, but is she – you must have been listening. She's, well, she lived in a haunted camper in oh, her Oh, that's 20s right. That's true. And a yeah. haunted okay. brothel. Sorry. I'm, I'm literally listening but laughing, and it's hard. It's anyway, a it's it, okay. I'm, I want to chime in so much more. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's All right. It's, I know. It's hard to follow. So we're still in Chapter 1. First, she talked about her sexual stuff, reiterating that explanation of the entities, which all about the monkeys and all that stuff. She actually said, "I now I'm recalling that when she was a, since she was a kid, yeah, she was having paranormal." Yeah, she said, "I've always lived in paranormal." She places. might have a mental disorder. Yeah, <laughs> just, the air yeah. just left the whole room. Yeah, probably. <laughs> also, I think a lot of drugs. Right. Well, that I would, yeah. you know that part of Florida, it's yeah drug heavy. Yes. It's not too far from Daytona. It's not too far from Miami. You can get, yeah. you know, all kinds of. Yeah, very much so. <clears throat> okay. So I wish I could show people how. So this is the first chapter. Yeah. Right. My friend, my psychic friend, Margo, says all of Florida is a portal. <laughs> there is a TV series called Skinwalker Ranch. The owner is a billionaire named Brandon Fugel. He is a scientist investigating the strange occurrences, I believe, in the this is the most important show ever. The most important study ever being done. <laughs> In season three, the last episode doesn't name the show. <laughs> right. The last episode, season three. Investigative journalist George Knapp said that when the previous owner, billionaire Robert Bigelow, studied the ranch, a portal had opened. This portal showed when it was daylight there through the portal. It was night. Is is Skinwalker Ranch in Florida? I thought it was in the no, West Coast. it's like Coast. in Arizona. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they had watched a fly into it. I am telling you a this. A fly into it. They watched a, a fly into, I don't know. Into the, the portal? The portal, apparently. You got to see. That's season, how that movie happened. You got to watch the fly. season three, last episode. <laughs> I am telling you this because as you read, we believe these portals are in my house and my, and my property. There are actual portals where things come in and out of my house and my property. My bedroom closet is one of them, and the video proof is on my website. The video shows about 100 orbs flying out of my closet <clears> into my bedroom when I asked for spirits to come in to get filmed. What's the website? I, I, you don't have to pull it up. Right oh, now. man, I just wanted to see it. I'm uh, sorry. I'll show you. We'll talk about it. We're, we are recording an episode. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> there is another portal between bedrooms where people drop, drop like a sack of potatoes when they walk near it. The other one is in my backyard. My neighbor Delson and his wife, on Jude first, both watched a portal with what looked like fire opened here in Palm Bay, Florida. Okay. Diane, the pet psychic. Oh. <laughs> I feel like it's a carnival. I feel like she's like part of a carnival. Oh, you're just these getting, are all her friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This could be an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. She came up. So Diane, the pet psychic. She came over to see my many healing machines, especially the Energizer Health tool. She asked me while on the device if I knew something was in my house. I said, yes. Do you know what it is? She said, there are ancient creatures here. They have always been on this property, 
and think of it as theirs, not yours. She said there have never been humans, aliens, demons, or aliens. But she is not sure. There have never been humans, animals, demons, or aliens. But she was not sure what they were. One of them appeared in front of her. (laughs) She said it was four foot tall. It looked like a pygmy with sharp teeth and hiding behind a face mask. It told her they wanted everyone off their property except me because they loke me. They loke they loke me. <laughs> she meant to say like. like. <laughs> it said they would never hurt me. Then it told her that it liked the fans because it is hot where they live. <laughs> Diane then quickly left the house. Wow, I thought. It liked the fans? This means in their dimension the temperature is hotter than here. However, this does not imply it's hell, only that their climate is warmer and they can feel the temperature change from a fan or possibly even the air conditioning. Oh, no, I wondered. Is this why they are inside the house so much? (laughs) To stay in the AC. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, hold on a second. So if you, anybody out there who's familiar with paranormal activity... What is one of the distinctions of, of a, like a paranormal experience? Cold. Temperature drops. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. always gets colder. You always see your breath, whatever. At least in the movies, right? <laughs> well, they get those from, like, actual, uh, apparently. Yeah, you know. apparently, because it, like, takes <clears throat> energy to manifest or something. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Things I have done to rid of these entities, but to no avail. Hmm. About two... Uh, <laughs> About two years, we have been picking, like, things that have been so difficult to read for different... One of them is because it's all Old Testament stuff. Right. And And now I'm reading modern-day English. It literally says, as of September 11th, 2022, I still live here. And it could be a year or two before I finally get out of here. (laughs) So she's literally... that's This book just came out. She's there right now. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so we're reading Old Testament stuff. And now I'm reading literally as modern... Language, and I still can't write it. I just, okay, I agree. The Talmud stuff can be tongue-tied. We need any listeners in the Palm Bay, Florida area to find this house, take take some pictures for us. We need you to go do an investigation. And if you have the guts, ask to go into the house with your phone and record everything. So, and send it to me and we'll put it on Instagram. I will totally do that. Yeah. Instagram, just use it. Reach out to her. Palm Bay. We don't. Does she have an address on there anywhere? I, I could. We could probably. Dude, find if it's it. on the market, I could look at the the MLS listings and see if it's on there. I don't think she's trying to sell it. Oh yeah, maybe it's not ready. Yeah. All right. So things I have done to rid of these entities, but to no avail. About two years after so much abuse, abuse, I had a priest from the Catholic Church come over to bless the house and the people in it. He said prayers to get the entities to leave, but that did not happen. About a year later, I had ten Christians here. For two hours speaking in tongues. They dabbed their <laughs> sorry. They dabbed their holy water spelled W H O L L Y. Come on, man. No. I'm not making it up. <laughs> their holy water. It's holy water. It is completely water. With their Bibles blessing the house, but it did no good. My spiritual friends and I have sagged the house. Sagged. I think she means saged. Oh, right. Burn sage oh, right. Because Sag. the ha- <laughs> sagged the house with their rituals, but to no avail. I eventually gave up trying to get rid of them because it made them mad. So one day, Chris and I decided, Chris, 
I think <laughs> it's, it's, Chris, it's a new person. Guy that lives there. <laughs> Chris and I decided, so I walked outside and loudly told the monkeys I promised I would <laughs> never try to get rid of them again. I, I then left some bananas by the tree. <laughs> I paid twenty dollars for this <laughs> book. Did. Don't feel bad for her. She got twenty dollars for mine. <laughs> well, she's got forty because the other podcast did it. Yeah, that's true. Uh. <clears throat> I left some bananas by the tree that <laughs> night. I was in bed and only the light from my TV was on. The bedroom door was open and I watched a baby monkey about two <laughs> foot high, tan and fat, enter the room. And it jumped on my bed and hoped on my stomach. Hoped on my stomach. She meant to say hopped. I know. <laughs> I moaned and my body and head came forward when this happened you know it was just like when a dog or a kid jumps on your belly and you're not expecting it what it feels like oh it immediately jumped off me jumped off the bed and ran out my bedroom door I knew the baby was happy so now I'm not trying to chase them out anymore oh. <laughs> um, oh. mean things that have been done to us you, you kind of get it so let me ask you a question. Okay. When she sees them, like, are they like, and it's jumping on her, so it's like a physical thing. It's like coming into her room. Like, trap it. Put a trap in your house or something. Like, I think giving it bananas made it happy. <laughs> yeah. For a minute. I wonder if she had proof that they ate them. Like, they just disappeared. <laughs> Maybe. I don't How know. How does a paranormal eat? They don't eat. They obviously get hot. They like the AC. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I will say what is really funny. I don't know if this was, um, if I ever did this as a did you know. I feel like I did. But um, if so, so Central Florida, where Palm Bay, I think is, I know Melbourne's in Central Florida. Yeah. It's on the coast. Yeah. Um, Melbourne's really cool, by the way. Yeah. Um, they have really good, cool spot. Yeah. Good surfing there, too. I know that. Yeah, so um, this is 100% real. Central Florida is mostly a big forest. And uh, it has now, there are monkeys that live in Florida that are now native. Uh-huh. I don't, I, I could have yeah, sworn I told you this. You, that and pythons. I yeah. think there, people are releasing these pythons into the wild and they are just staying in the Everglades. Yeah, well, the thing with the monkeys is that, it, and this was right where I, I used to live in Florida. Like uh-huh. I lived minutes not not minutes away i lived in the central florida and yeah there's a huge just national <laughs> forest so in when they filmed the original tarzan movie in like the 30s or yes, 40s yes you told you oh, did okay say, you okay did say yeah, this. Yeah. yeah so they, they brought a bunch of monkeys from africa because they're like well it's just easier to buy monkeys put them on let them like run up in the trees for when they have like shots of the boat coming down through the river and you can see the monkeys in the trees yeah and then they just realized, how do we get these monkeys back in the cages? <laughs> they're not trained monkeys. Bananas. And, yeah, I, they probably tried. And they're just like, eh, whatever. So those monkeys have just reproduced, and now they're now native. They're indigenous now to Florida. Yeah. Interesting. Due to the Tarzan movie. All yeah. right. Um, 
So back in the forties, exactly fifties or, or whenever. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So it's jumped on her. Yeah. And she's, like she knows it's happy for the bananas. Yeah. Yeah. How do I ever sell this house? <laughs> <laughs> she's like pleading. How in good conscience, especially if kids are moving in, mm. does it mean that the next owner will experience the same awful experiences? I had have not had professional ghost hunters here because it can make it harder to sell a haunted house. But I think legally I must claim it that if I do. However, this is a shame because people must know that these ancient monkeys and portals are real. Next little section. These are any of the different types of monkeys, big feet, <laughs> big foots, big foots. <laughs> Let me reset that sentence again. These are any of these t- different types of monkeys, big foots. <clears throat> okay. Question. I could say for sure. I couldn't say for sure. Yeah. But the tall one that had been seen twice by Tim's in his seems like this one could be. Why each time it appeared was its face illuminated. I do like that it did disappear when Tim yelled at it to leave. We don't know who Tim is, but it's another guy that lives there. So we've got Mark, Chris, Tim. Tim. And then the the parent. The mayor, yeah. yeah. Uh, This shows it understood what he had said and did what he asked. The other incidents, I believe, that we may have a Bigfoot here (laughs) (laughs) is the moaning coming from the attic. (laughs) (laughs) they got all the orangutans the gorillas and then they have a big, bigfoot that lives in the attic he's like the leader <laughs> he's like send in the mini the mini monkey to jump on her belly exactly. <laughs> you have to remember they also had a pterodactyl they right. had jesus, <laughs> jesus. <laughs> a monk dead dead people uh, auras or orbs <laughs> on the tv show expedition bigfoot they have a recording of what they believe is a bigfoot that they loudly played into a forest when i heard it i was shocked because it sounded exactly the moaning call that comes from my attic <laughs> i can capture the, i could capture that sound from the tv show i'll put it on my website from the tv show instead of from yeah. your attic right uh okay she's so, yeah interesting woman layout of my house oh well then there's pictures there is yes i'll find it it will be i'll find it on google earth i'll figure out all right go ahead it just gets better there's so many things about this it will be easier to understand these experiences if you know the house's layout here are some photos this is a pic from the front of my house as you walk (laughs) into the house you will see the hallway you can walk straight into the living room or make a left and go down another hallway to the bedrooms. As you walk down this hallway, there is a guest bathroom on the right, and across from that is a rental bedroom. Huh. A little further down the hallway, straight ahead, is another rental bedroom, and my bedroom and master bath are on the right. When you head back to the entrance hallway, on the right is the living room. Um, talks about the portals. The portals. Um, Florida room. <laughs> then to the right of the kitchen is the dining room, which opens into the Florida room. This room has been cut in half to make it a rental. <laughs> <laughs> is a Florida room like just a, like a... It's an outdoor like room, I think. Like a screened-in porch area. Yeah. Oh. I just, I just love 
this this is the whole thing that I wanted to talk about with the runes is there's like 20 people living in this house, right? <laughs> right. And it's only like a three bedroom house. Right. That's been modified. But they just keep putting up walls. <laughs> I don't know if they put up walls. Uh, they just cut it in half. Right. And then turn it into two bedrooms. Because you may be wondering, how are there so many people living in it? Right. It's because they just turned rooms into bedrooms it's, and divided them up. She doesn't need to sell it. She's got, she's got like a rental. Like That's what I'm saying. She has like. It's a, dr- it's a drug house, man. Oh, I, I kind of think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I'll just read this again. Uh, then to the right of the kitchen is the dining room, which opens into the Florida room. <laughs> this room has been cut in half to make it a rental. As you open the other door, it goes into the rental bedroom. In that room is another door that goes to the outside. Outside, in my backyard, is a door that goes into the garage. The garage has been cut in half to make it a rental room. (laughs) Of course it has. For Isaiah's, who has lived here the whole time. (laughs) That's who we need to interview. Yeah. Isaiah's. He's the Guatemala. (laughs) He's from Guatemala? Yeah. Isaiah's. You'll love the... And the pictures are so terrible. You can't even make it. Like, they're so blurred. The backyard is large and has an eight-foot privacy fence surrounding it as you walk from this side of the backyard to the other side. A beautiful cottage has been built for Chris in the back corner. Cottage. Next to her room is a seven-foot copper pyramid that seems to have created another (laughs) portal. That's what I love. It's just like, there's the bedroom. There's the cottage. There's a seven-foot copper pyramid that accidentally opened up another portal. As it, literally, there's a cottage. Next to her room is a seven-foot copper pyramid that seems to have created another portal. As you keep walking, you can enter the house through the porch screen door and then back into the living room. I know this can be confusing. I hope the photos help. This is a weird photo because of the white rays of energy coming through the sky and hitting the ground. It's just the sun. The white, the white rays. It's just, it's just literally the sun rays coming down. But I love that. It's just cottage, copper pyramid. Then you go back into the house. Right. Okay. Before the before reading these documented encounters, I will explain who the people are. There you go. Okay. So now we're gonna get to learn. Finally. Mark is my lifelong love. We met when I was 14 and he was 16 years old. Now we have been together for 52 years. Every time something scary happens here, I always run to him because he is my rock. He makes me feel safe. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Wait. Unfortunately, because of his cigarette smoking, he has to have his bedroom in the porch. (laughs) Uh. This is a photo. We're gonna go to hell, dude. Why? <laughs> We're laughing at this. Uh, all right, go ahead. This is Mark and Tina in front of a large 750 volt Tesla coil he he built. <laughs> he built a Tesla coil. Yeah. I wonder where he got the. Wasn't weren't they all like? <laughs> I don't know. We can't build Tesla stuff now, dude. I have no idea. Mark, impressive, impressive. Right. Okay. So remember. Mark, her lifelong love. They It's a rock. They, a rock. He's <laughs> he smokes cigarettes, so he's gotta live sleep on the on the porch. <laughs> Mark They got they were married, they divorced, yeah. he got sober, they remarried again. 
Tina is Mark's girlfriend for 15 years. <laughs> for 15 years? <laughs> she lived here with us until she... <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm so sorry. What did... <laughs> Say it. I don't know why Say you're it. laughing so much. Because you're laughing. <laughs> Tell me, what is... Tina was Mark's girlfriend for 15 years. She lived with us until she died of cancer. <laughs> You're making me laugh at that. Come on, man. That's horrible. <laughs> Why'd you make me laugh at that? Come on, man. I didn't make you laugh at anything, dude. I'm just reading it. I didn't know she was going to be dead from cancer, man. Hey, it's okay. It's horrible. Hey, don't worry. You will see she is still here and is a very powerful spirit. Always doing nice things for us. Of course. Oh, gosh. So, I I don't know when they lived together or if they remarried while the girl, while they were still dating. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> Mark's such a rock. He had a girlfriend. <laughs> a rock. Oh man. <laughs> she said. <laughs> Mark smokes all the time. Put two and two together there. Oh, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's what's making me laugh is I didn't. <laughs> It's because it's the way that she just words it. It's like I'm reading a little bit ahead of myself, and then I'm like, oh, my God. I Because I'm hearing the sentence as I'm reading it. And then I just. <coughs> Sorry. All right. Chris, she is our wonderful friend who has lived in the cottage in the backyard since we bought the house. She takes care of everyone in the house. We would not be here to. We would not be where we are today without her help with fixing this house up. We love her. Oh. Isaiah's. <laughs> he has lived. <laughs> he has lived in the garage bedroom <laughs> since we bought this house. He is a sweet Guatemalan man who works hard in the lawn campus. <laughs> in the what? In the lawn care business. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> he lives in a garage. He lives in a garage bedroom. <laughs> I just I just <laughs> the way that she says he is a Guatemalan man that works very hard in the lawn care business. <laughs> oh This has to be made into a movie. Uh, we need we need crowdfunding now. We need to make this into a movie. Dude. We haven't even gotten to the paranormal stuff. We haven't really. even gotten to the paranormal stuff. Just the characters. Oh my gosh. Oh. So Tina's not even there. Like no. she's dead. So, so you've got Chris, who's a woman. 
yes. who works hard on the house. <laughs> then you got Isaiah's. Isaiah's, <laughs> the Guatemalan lawn. Lives in the garage. And there's, you got Mark, who's a chain smoker, sleeping on the yep. porch. All right, so there's more about Isaiah's. Okay. This poor guy, this, you will see that he has put up with almost constant abuse from the monkeys and <laughs> other spirits, a brave man. He honestly gives it the worst. Why doesn't Isaiah's move? You live in a garage, dude. It'd be better know. just get a tent on the beach. Like, come uh, on, man. <laughs> Remember, these are all people that are living in a three-bedroom house. Right. Lorraine has been our friend for a couple of years before buying this house. When it was ready, she and her husband and their two chihuahua dogs, oh. Jaeger and Quido, moved it. Lorraine had so much off. Yeah. So much awful things done to her by these damn spirits and monkeys, especially the creepy one we call Charlie. She was very brave putting up with all this abuse. I don't know how she did not run out screaming, I'm moving out. They were in the bedroom across from me until some years later they moved out and Tim moved in. Tim, when he moved in, he told me he was a religious Christian man and he thought these entities would not bother him, that he would rebuke them. Well, he as wrong. (coughs) He what? He as wrong. <laughs> he as wrong. Uh, he also had many mean or spirit scary experiences. I told him that I know a monkey. Li- <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> tell me. I'm going to tell you. I told him that I know a mon- <laughs> monkey lives in his closet because he just before he moved in while cleaning the room and had a temper tantrum and growled at me. <laughs> he found out this is true. He is in his 60s on disability from his lungs and bad back. <laughs> he needs to stay away from Mark, too. Yeah. James lived in the Florida room that we had cut in half to make a rental bedroom. He was in his 60s and lived on Social Security. He was not a well man, but drank his beer every day. This room opens into the kitchen and outside. He had many nasty occurrences with spirits and monkeys. He stayed some years, and when he moved back to North Carolina, Tom moved in. All right. <clears throat> Tom lived in the Florida room bedroom and had a few encounters with spirits and monkeys. We thought this was because his big dog lived with him. When he moved out, William moved in. God. William, this helpful man is still living with us, thank God, in the Florida room. He lives on Social Security and in pretty good health. I think they're just getting, like, all these... Uh, Old people. Homeless old people. Yeah, he is very helpful around the house and a sweet, caring man. He has also put up with many encounters that you will read about. He has heard a monkey in his bedroom making the hoo-hoo-hoo sound. (laughs) I had him make that sound. It is is the same one we have heard. (laughs) Nelson is William's nephew that comes to visit occasionally. He has had some experiences while being here. He and his family live a few blocks away. They also have had two experiences with monkeys, so we know they not just on my property. Oh, they have my, their house. Apparently so. The monkeys are multiplying. Yeah. Carrie has been a close friend for 25 years. She has had some occurrences happen while visiting me. She told me many years ago, not far from here, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> while driving, she hit a Bigfoot, <laughs> but it disappeared. <laughs> Was the car damaged? doesn't say <laughs> come on man you can't <laughs> see that <laughs> uh. Uh, 
There have been six more renders <laughs> that have had paranormal experience encounters here, but I am no longer in contact with them. They always, there are always seven to eight adults living here. As you will see, we are all sickly and elderly. No one is on illegal drugs or is or is nasty drunks. There have not been young renters because we they do not fit in. I make the rent here cheaper than others because they all lived on a fixed income, and I care about them. This way, they can have money to live on through the month. I believe this is partly why they stay no matter what awful, scary, paranormal things happen to them. I only have male renters because they don't get as scared as women. My re renters are all loved and have tons of free food from the food banks. I wish we could all live here without being attacked or frightened. Hmm. It's, it's painting a picture. <clears throat> it's it's painting a picture for me. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. I can see in I can see the clientele, and she's probably it's probably two hundred bucks a month per room. Probably, yeah. And and like they have to share a bathroom, like there's probably one full bath oh, yeah. in the whole house. Oh yeah, yeah. Thirty thousand dollars they bought that house. It's it was like a crack house probably. Oh, I'm I'm, <clears throat> sh I'm sure. So what do you think it is, the drugs, or do you think it's really p paranormal primates? How about we? Uh start getting into them and <laughs> we can see. we've been going on almost an hour really yeah okay so i mean what how far are you going to go before we throw this the rest of it onto the private podcast um <laughs> i'm trying to think because she has uh epilogues uh like do you want to <laughs> she has one called my psychic dreams connected to my healing machines in skinwalker ranch um <clears throat> wow paranormal experiences before living in this house ghosts some ghost sightings not in this house um I will, i'll just keep i'll just start yeah we'll just yeah we'll find a good inspot there's no chapters it just keeps going right yeah, that was all the first chapter that we just read. So we're done with the first chapter? Yeah. Okay. Um, so we know everybody that's lived and living there and some of their torture and deaths. Yeah. Um, there are... <laughs> <laughs> what? I forgot about this. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what is... <it? laughs> The table of content. <laughs> content. Chapter 13 is We Got Married in SeaWorld's Made Aquarium. Okay. So, do you. I'll, I'll just keep start going with okay, this. Okay, all right, go ahead, man. <clears throat> okay, so chapter two over 450 now paranormal occurrences in my house. I know what you are about to read seems fake, but I assure you 12 people are not lying. All right, Turner. Okay. That's the monkey. The monkey. October tw 2nd, 2013. These paranormal encounters are going to start from the day, the first day of construction before I moved in. The first time something <laughs> happened was the day after we had a major trimming in the backyard in a big on a big tree. Mm. Chris and Tina were sitting on the back porch. It was around 5.30, just before dark. Chris saw something out of the corner of her eye. She turned her head quickly to see a pitch-black-looking energy that resembled a monkey or gorilla under the tree. 
<clears throat> it stood about four foot tall. It took off running fast toward the front of my house. Mm. She said it was hunched over, long long arms, and ran like a gorilla. <clears throat> Tina had seen it also. For Chris, it was her first paranormal experience, but not for Tina. Mm. Needless to say, they were extremely scared when they came in from the porch to tell Mark and I about it. Next day, October 3rd, 2013. When Chris and Tina started telling Mark and me what had happened, Mark said, okay, well, I will tell you what happened to me. He said, I had been keeping it from you because I did not want you scared. I said, just tell me. <laughs> the dialogue <laughs> writes you. itself. It this is move over William Shakespeare. <clears throat> That's right. He said, uh, he said, I had seen it in my bedroom three times. Uh, for the past two mornings when I have woken up still in bed around 6 a.m., a black cloud of energy floated into my bedroom and then suddenly disappeared. Doesn't he mean the porch? Yeah. <laughs> Black smoke <laughs> floating into his porch, screened in porch. <laughs> they forgot to tell you about the dude smoking crack right down the outside <laughs> right, yeah. the corner of his house. Mark said both times it had a horrible smell to it. He yeah. also said it was it was a man in a very bad body odor. Smoking that sticky sticky green stuff. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was like it was a man with very bad body odor not like a dead smell <laughs> he said it was four foot tall also he said then when he was in the house alone he saw it float down the hallway into his bedroom and disappeared amazing they said it was four feet tall is this the same gorilla looking thing can it shapeshift come in and out of, come in and out of my house whenever it wants how creepy is this we were scared we wondered if it would hurt us. Why was it here? What did it want? <laughs> October 4th, 2013. So many questions. The next morning, Chris and I went to the convenience store, and we were talking about what had happened, still being very freaked, la freaked out. I said to Chris, are you going to tell your friend about it? And Chris said, no, she would not believe me. <laughs> A man in the next aisle had been listening to, <laughs> to us and said, I believe you. <laughs> 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 you just like in my head i can see this. they're at like the circle k <laughs> he, he just sticks his head above the candy roll. i believe, I believe you, you. <laughs> uh i believe you yeah can i borrow a smoke is it four foot tall and black we said yes we had not mentioned that <clears throat> do you live over in that neighborhood he asked yes we do, I answered. He said, I have seen it. He said he was outside his house about a month ago and saw this black energy four foot tall running across his yard. He saw. He th said he thought it was a weird looking black dog, but it was not a dog. He said it scared him, so we know that it's not just for my house, but it runs the neighborhood. <laughs> it's the mafia. <clears throat> Probably. The primate mafia. <laughs> October 11th, 2013. After this experience, something happened about a week later. We did not think it was related to the stinky monkey thing, but to a nice event from a sweet spirit. <laughs> Something fell out of the air and onto Mark's head. <laughs> <laughs> Something fell out of the head, out of the air and onto Mark's head, slid down his neck, hit his calf, <clears throat> and then onto the floor. It just manifested and fell into and, and like worked its way down his yeah, back. And his I guess so. 
Mark was standing in the doorway between the living room and the hallway. He was standing there talking to me. I was sitting on a chair listening to him. All of a sudden, he is rubbing his head and twirling around saying, what was that? What was that? I'm sitting here watching him, and he said, what's wrong with you? He says, something hit my head and slid down my back. And as he told me, he looks on the floor and pulls up a silver chain necklace. He was very upset he did not know what was going on. He held the chain out, and he asked me if it was mine. I said, no, I've never seen it. We called Tina and Chris to come into the living room right right away. He asked them if it was either of theirs. Chris said in a very loud voice, what the hell? (laughs) Five exclamation marks. How did you get that, she asked. She said she she lost that chain at the Florida Keys a couple months ago. She had thought that a woman had stolen it from her. She asked if there was a pendant with it. Mark said no and explained it came right through the roof, ceiling, or the air and landed on his head. Needless to say, we were in all in awe. Mm. Chris said, I can prove it is mine. I bet you there is a bit mark. She meant to say bite. (laughs) Bit mark. Bite mark on the class because in the keys, she she misspelled keys. (laughs) Wait. Okay. She She spelled it right the first time. (laughs) Keys. I had to. She I had K-E-E-S. to bite. K e y e s. Oh, I had to bite the clasp closed. She said. We looked, and sure enough, there was. What? Sure enough, it was. So we gave it to her. Chris could just could not believe it. I told Chris to take this that way. That it was a gift from a sweet spirit, a spirit who is letting you know that you are protected in this house, mm. possibly a deceased relative, your spirit guide, or an angel. That was not. <laughs> This was not that gorilla-looking look, spirit. <laughs> the black. She full wanted full. to leave and never come back into the house. This was the first time in her life that she had a paranormal event happen to her, and now twice within a week. She decided to stay in for a month and help pick up, fix up the house. October 18, 2013. I was waiting in line on my cell phone waiting for a person to answer. They had music playing in the background. I had put my cell on speaker and was holding it in my hand, and all of a sudden I heard a soft woman voice whisper from my my phone. I paid no attention until I heard it again, and it freaked me out. I ran out to the porch where Mark, Tina, and Chris were smoking. Smoking. The other thing is, she said she was waiting in line. Right. And then she heard a voice that ran all the way back to her house. I held up my cell and said, listen... They heard I was in line waiting for someone to answer. Oh. In line on the phone. Yeah. Gotcha. Waiting for someone to answer my call. All of a sudden, the soft voice whispered through the speaker of my cell phone. We could not make out what the sentence was, but their eyes almost popped out of their sockets. Then another sentence again to garbled to make it out, but this scared them so much they ran out of the screaming door. The sc- <laughs> right out of the screaming door. Yelling, oh my goosebumps. <laughs> I was giggling but scared and excited at the same time. I came back in and sat down. <laughs> I said, listen to her. This dead woman has tried to communicate with us. Oh. So every five to ten seconds, she would try to say something. I told her we cannot make out what you were saying. Try to say it more clearly. We asked her if she was dead. And clear as a bell, she said, yes, I am dead. Then Mark asked her how much time we have. Clear as a bell, she said, not long. Soon after that, the phone call call lost its connection and went dead. Then ten minutes later, Mark had a phone call. And as he was talking on the phone, the ghost lady came through the phone with the sentence that we could not make out. 
But when we asked again what she needs, she went on with the longest three sentences. The mm. phone went dead again. The woman who had called Mark could hear the lady. What did she say? She <laughs> never tells us. Say. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, Mark and Tina drove in their van to the store and turned the radio on. In five minutes, while the radio was on, the same soft voice came through the radio with her whispers. She was so loud that they could not hear the song that was playing. They Wait, got sc- is it a soft whisper? Is it so loud that... Dude, I don't know. Okay, all right, right. I, it's a loud, soft whisper. Okay, gotcha. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Quit smoking. <laughs> they got scared and immediately turned off the radio. She desperately wants to come through and talk to us. I asked my friend who is a psychic and believes it is a woman who connected to the property. But she believes she is trying to warn me of something. Hmm. The house was built in 1976, so I suppose it could be a woman who had died possibly. I will do some research on the property. Hmm. I will also get a recorder to see if I can capture her voice and video. I took a a photo of the big... I'm just going to skip like the actual dates. Yeah, yeah. I took a photo of the big orb that came through my window with a cell phone. There are actually three consecutive photos, but I'm only showing you this up close of it. I was sitting in my chair next to the window. I had a cell phone in my hand and saw something white streak across the room. I took many photos, and then I saw the large orb. When I cropped it and zoomed in, you can see some white stringy plasma around the top. The other two photos also show this. It was nighttime, and my overhead light was on. I wish I knew what it was or what it was. (laughs) It came through my bedroom window and into my room. I wish I knew what it was and what it was. On the second night, uh, <clears throat> oh man, Tina was watching her room, was uh, watching TV in her bed, sitting next to the window. She saw something very quickly run up to her window, peek in, and run off. And then twenty minutes later, did the same thing, and it was black. <laughs> she said. <laughs> she said it was the same black thing that was under the tree. She slept in my bedroom that night because she was scared, but around 4 a.m. she woke up and saw the black energy float by my room (laughs) and into Mark and her bedroom. She got up and turned the light on her room, but saw nothing. (laughs) This lady, these stories, I'm sorry. They're so vague and just like... Just wait. (laughs) November 1st, 2013. This morning, I woke up to a female monkey ramming my head into her crotch. What? <laughs> oh. What else did it do? She jumped on my bed, sat down, spread her legs, took her hands and placed no. them on both sides of my head. No. I was laying on my back while she rammed the side of my head into her crotch back and forth. I could tell it was a female because there were no genitals. She was fat and was about four feet tall. I started in my head to scream to God for help.
<laughs> then I screamed a second time in my head louder and a third time even louder. And then she stopped. <clears throat> screamed in my head? Yeah. <laughs> I sat up and she was gone. This scared the hell out of me. <laughs> For the first time, I realized that if I scream loud enough, God will help me. A great revelation. Next day, I smudged with the herb, sage, smoke, every corner of the room <laughs> while saying prayers to release it. Also, so that no negative energies are not allowed in the house, but it not work. Maybe they don't understand her when she speaks. Also, so that no negative energies are not allowed in the house, but it not work. <laughs> no negative energies. <laughs> That's like a double negative. I know. <laughs> I told you this is the most amazing book ever. So nothing happens. Uh, that was November first. This is December tenth. All right. Mark told Let's me. Let's take it up to the to the end of the year. Does she have like up to like the new like December thirty first in there? Yeah. 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 All right, okay. Let's take it up to there, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll leave it from there. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> December 10th, 2013. Mark told me he saw a white mist floating around his bedroom sometimes. Later that same day, Tina had seen half a dollar-sized bright green orb rush from one side of the porch to another. Later, th <clears throat> later that night, I caught this green orb. So what is it? Uh, I watched a white orb in my bedroom fly around the room, and as it flew in front of the TV screen, it created a streak of static EMF field that disrupted what was on my flat screen. It was about two inches in diameter, but I believe it was my spirit guide or my deceased mother protecting me. <laughs> this disruption to the TV proves that orbs have a magnetic field. Electro electromagnetic field. Electromagnetic field orbs. <laughs> <laughs> December 14, 2013. The other night, just as I turned the light and out and crawled into bed, I heard three knocks on my door. I yelled to come in. I repeated it without response. So I opened the door and no one was there. I thought, oh, I just let a ghost into my bedroom. Because <laughs> they need to come through the door, right? <laughs> <laughs> cannot get in unless you open the door for it. <laughs> Those are vampires, yeah. Uh, I went back to bed <laughs> and slept on my right side for the night. In the morning, I was walking my dog in the park with a friend suddenly i had a burning pain in the back of my knee i asked my friend to look and see why i had pain there he said it was a weird looking scratch on the back of my knee i said it was burning the inside of my whole knee i could not figure out why at that moment when i got to take a look it was a scratch across my knee as it was done while i was asleep on the right side it was scratched that way not down my calf it took about 20 minutes for the pain to stop I'm sure it was that ghost last night that knocked on my door and scratched me. So well, is that the picture on the front of the book? I think so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but why did it not start to burn hours later? This ghost crap is starting to get to me. <clears throat> this is very upsetting to be physically attacked again. Again. December 2016. Uh, December 16, 2013. The other night, Mark was on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you had to say. <laughs> I love it because it's like, um, 
you, you may think, you know, so it's like, oh, it, it, it kind of like, oh, it's not really that kind of exciting. It's not really that exciting. And then, and then just <laughs> out of nowhere, boom. <laughs> That's why when I told you, I was like, we're going to, we have to read the whole, because it's amazing. It's nonstop. <laughs> All right. Um, so the other night, Mark was on the toilet. It was around 11 p.m. when I heard him scream in fear. I run to him to see what is wrong. He told me that he has been punched hard on the right side of his back. He was in tears saying, I can't take this much longer. I got so angry at this incident. The punch must have come through the bathroom wall because the toilet is up against it. Well, no, he lit, he lit it in when he opened the door. <laughs> Probably. When he lifted the seat. Yeah. Nasty monkey. <laughs> Nasty monkey. I don't think a human ghost would have been this mean. Oh. December 21st. Our our friend Lorraine, her husband. Wait, December 21st? Thir- 21st. Yeah. yeah. You know what day that is? Your birthday? Winter solstice. Oh. That is the, uh, yeah, it's a very high occult day. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Let's see what happens on the 21st. Our friend <laughs> Lorraine and her husband Georgie. I think it might be George, but... <laughs> Their two Chihuahua dogs, Jaeger and Quido, moved into the bedroom across Wait, from me. Did she already mention them, right? Yeah. This is before they moved out. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I feel very happy about them being here. I was, I loved them all very much, and this made me feel safer. They had been hearing about the paranormal stuff that has been happening. They were not worried about it. The next day, she was tapped on the shoulder while in bed watching television with her S. Her S? It just says, it just has the letter S. <laughs> With her S. (laughs) She came to the porch to tell us what happened. We said, well, it hasn't taken long for these spirits to start with you. December 28th, so nothing happened on Christmas. Well, I mean, yeah, nothing happened on Christmas either, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) December 28th. She told me that the religious, the five religious crosses on the dresser keeps being moved and even turned upside down. What? I asked Mark and Chris, why would a monkey do this? They, <laughs> a monkey do this. They can't know religion. <laughs> they, they can't be monkeys. They don't know the religion. They can't know religion. <laughs> Maybe it was a human ghost. But to turn the cross upside down is very concerning. Is this some kind of message? I had wondered since we moved in if it had been satanic worshiping here. This would be awful and would make me want to leave. Now I am worried for a little rain in her family. <clears throat> that makes her want to leave. Yeah. Whoa, wait. Sat- satanic worship is going on here? I'm out of here. That's the line. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> December 29th. At sunrise, I was in the backyard snapping photos for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. No reason. <laughs> Did you see someone walking around the yard? When I looked at them, I was surprised and freaked out that there is another green neon spirit flying around the backside of the porch windows, <laughs> comparing it to the surroundings of the porch window and the table it was near. It looked like it would have been about six inch high, X 12 inches long because of the two tails. What is it? Six by twelve, six inches by twelve. Six inches. inched, yeah, inched. <laughs> X was by. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah. December thirtieth. All right. We must have had a visit from Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Curtis? I just love this sentence. 
We must have had a, she can't remember. We must have had a visit from Curtis, who was my fiance in Milwaukee two years ago. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold up. Time out. She said she was with Mark for like since they were like 14. Yeah. They, yeah. So, so then she had a fiance in Milwaukee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> We must have had a visit from Curtis, who was my fiance in Milwaukee two years ago. He had died in the car's back seat as we went over the Rocky Mountains. Wait, what? <laughs> oh my goodness. He had died in the car's back seat as we went over the Rocky Mountains from a collapsed lung. I have I have stayed in contact with him since through a medium, so I know he is always around me often. Oh. Mark and Tina came into my bedroom all excited. They showed me a magic marker and said it was found on the floor right in front of their bed this morning. What? Mark. so paranormal. Remember, they're married again. Mark and Tita. (laughs) It's her husband. Right. His girlfriend. Mark said, Mark said, I believe Curtis left this to show us that he is still with us. I asked, what do you mean? Mark said that this marker pet is from Milwaukee and he had not seen it the whole time. We have been back here in the last two years. There is no way it was in their bedroom or anywhere they knew it, but it came out of thin air. He left it for me because I would be the only person to recognize it. Curtis was showing us that he knows we are here and he is protecting us. I held that pen in my hand all day, knowing Curtis had touched it from the other side. He manifested it for us. He had a big job protecting us from these monkeys. (laughs) All right. One lung Curtis <laughs> fighting off the primates. December 31st. Here we go. <clears throat> Lorraine and Georgie were sleeping on an air mattress in my bedroom <laughs> because we had to work on their room. Around 3 a.m., she woke me up to tell me that she had saw an orb looking into the room from outside their bedroom window. I told her it was okay and that we would check on it in the morning. She goes back to sleep when I hear Mark in the hallway bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> mark in the bathroom always a minute later i hear a big boom and a a man moaning in the attic (laughs) i jump up and go into the hallway mark is there looking up towards the ceiling we said to each other simultaneously did you hear that i said yes and I told him that there was a white orb outside the window looking into the room just before it happened. To me, this orb felt like a peeping Tom, and I am sure that it was the same man who moaned. <laughs> I thought Bigfoot was the <laughs> no. Bigfoot was the attic. I guess there's two guys moaning in the attic. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. (laughs) The next night, Mark took a couple of different sized flashlights, went to the window outside, and tried to recreate this orb. Lorraine said the orb was bigger. We found out the size of the orb was about six inches in diameter, and the light was stronger, so nothing matched it. The next day, I told Lorraine that maybe it was a human goat. Maybe it was not a ghost man, but one of these monkeys, because it really did not sound like a human moan. Uh-uh. <laughs> that is the end of 2013. The end of 2013. 
Oh my goodness, dude. <clears throat> oh, that was that was uh, quite the pleasurable, unexpected. I feel bad about uh, laughing about Tina, but uh, <laughs> dying of cancer. We weren't. You didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh man. Well, as if you've listened this far through the podcast, you understand that this is comp- we are. This is not. We are very serious on some podcasts. We like humor. We like to joke around, and this is one way that we are are doing that. So, that's my excuse for this. Um, I mean, I, I know we're going to get reviews that are like these people cackling, laughing over a woman dying of cancer. I can hear it. Like it's we're going to get a review of one star. I don't care though anymore. I don't well, care. then we can <clears throat> say if you made it this long and you enjoyed that. Yes, yes. I hope um, you laughed. I, I, it's it's fun. Right. I'm sorry. Right. Like, you know. Sometimes you need a break from all the. Sometimes you need a break. Yeah. Things have been so crazy. Like, like that's why I like posting in the Telegram, like, just wholesome stuff every now. Like, yeah. life can get too crazy, too dark. Right. Everything's going crazy. We talk, like, all the time, everything. We've just talked about, you know, the end times, a whole bunch. Antichrist. The Antichrist. Yeah. You know, like, it, there's nothing wrong with laughing yeah. about some. Well, paranormal primates. Here's the thing: if, if you've listened to us long enough, you know, like we're not going to be one of those podcasts where, um, you know, your pastor is going to recommend it. Probably he should. <laughs> he should, I think. But, but uh, probably because we are just we're normal people. We laugh about yeah. the things that normal people laugh about when when they're together and stuff. But the other thing too, I would say is like uh, you're saying we we need to let some uh, like blow some steam off or whatever you yeah. want to call it. Uh, one of the things is like you and I were talking before we hit record on this episode, the last episode we had, the dream episode, of, yeah. um, episode 141, <clears throat> before we recorded it, uh, I had a massive spiritual attack. Mm-hmm. We recorded it. And then after it was done, like the week after it was done, I had a massive spiritual attack as well. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I don't say that like flippantly. No. Like I, I'm actually one who downplays a lot of that stuff personally, but it was very clear to me. And you, you and I, we talked about it. We're like, it was pretty clear that Satan or the enemy was trying to do yeah. something there. And uh, so it was re- pretty tense for about three mm-hmm. weeks there. Just pretty, a yeah. lot of pressure, a lot of intensity. But uh, so this is good to laugh for yeah. me personally. I hope, I hope whoever listens to this, uh, Dude, they know. Uh, yeah, you know. You know us. And if we lose, if you don't want to listen to us, that's, I'm sorry. We'll see you. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so, again, that is just, that is a good setup. Yes. Um, For the private podcast, we'll be finishing through. We are going to finish through. <laughs> I think uh, I think that was a good sample because I can say this, it gets crazier. <laughs> Great. It gets crazier. It gets better. Um. <clears throat> And I, I am enjoying. Like I hope, I hope you, Turner, have been enjoying this oh, because dude. I've been enjoying. I have a headache right now because <laughs> I was laughing so hard. <laughs> um, and I hope the listeners, yeah. So you know, this was a good. I think it's a good, uh-huh. like, however long it is, hour of content. I hope you laughed. Yeah. If you want to hear more, like, private. Then we're gonna do the private podcast. Yeah. If you don't, just message me. Skip. We'll get you in. Yeah. You know, if you didn't, I hope you had a laugh and, yeah. you know, move on to the next one. I'm sure. We'll it be. is what it is. Yeah. But. But we love you. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. <laughs>
Watch out for the orbs and the moaning in your attic. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the All Out War podcast today. If you had a blast, then we'd love to have you back for another episode. So please subscribe and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on Instagram at All Out War Podcast or on Twitter at AOWCast. These episodes are also available on YouTube unless they contain a little too much truth. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.